is. Is it live? It is live. There it is. Okay, cool. Let's post about it real quick. so far nice hmm just tell my you ever heard I'm not what what it's weird I'm not seeing it you might have to refresh my twitch page are you on like twitch.tv yeah slash danfonts yeah just refresh it so I have it pulled up on my laptop so it's it's showing up live Sometimes Twitch can be weird. Yeah, because on mine it's saying you're offline. Still? Try to refresh one more time. Oh, what's up, Daryl? What's up, Jamie? Still nothing? No. What the fuck? Assuming I have the right one. Yeah, that's my Dan Ponce Twitch, right? Ah, there we go. All right, yeah, sometimes it takes a second. What's up, Jay? Doing good, man. Yeah, is the chat box showing up for you on the side? Yep. Yeah, all right, cool. I got it. Very nice. Awesome. Let's make sure. Where's my OBS? Here we go. Check, check. Oh, that's good. Levels are good. All right. I was gonna do one more thing. You ever heard of Discord? You ever heard of that thing? Discord? Uh, no. It's like, it's kind of like you can make servers on it. Like people can make servers, or bands can too, and you invite people to. It's like a message board in a sense. It's pretty rad. Cool. If I have one of those, just tell everyone. So yeah, so how are you enjoying downtime? <laughs> uh, as good as I can. Uh, you know, trying to keep busy yeah. uh, as much as I can. That's why I've been just got. I just got my son his uh, first Xbox oh, today, man. which is also par- which is also probably partially yeah, for me. Of course. Uh, <laughs> so I'll get a lot less done. <laughs> well, get. Have you been playing any games on it? Yet? Not, not yet. yet, not yet. I just got the uh, the the MLB uh, the the RBI twenty okay. for it. Uh, he really wanted the what's what's the one they've been playing? Uh, what kind of game is it? Oh, the 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 show. The show. He really wanted that MLB the show. It's oh, on PlayStation. Okay. Oh, it's on PlayStation. It's the one that 
Yeah, it's the one that, like, while baseball's been down, the actual players have been playing oh. it, like, doing, like, five games, like, a player from each team. Really? Uh, they were actually, like, covering on ESPN and stuff, like, who, who was leading and who was in the playoffs. And, yeah. Uh, my son really wanted that one, but at the same time, he, he wanted an Xbox. He wanted an Xbox so. over the PlayStation. And they don't have they, <laughs> Yeah. So we had to just get the other baseball yeah, game. That's fine. Yeah, I've been playing. It's funny because when growing up, um, I had, you know, PlayStation 1. I got it like I got PlayStation 1 when it like first came out for my birthday. And then I got, um, you know, Nintendo 64 and all that. But I guess as I got older, I got I didn't like I just I never got PlayStation 2 or 3. I had the first Xbox for a little bit. But when I just started like when I was younger in bands, like I started touring and then I started touring with other bands and then I became an agent. I just never played video games anymore. It was never the yeah. case anymore. Yeah, Until I'm the same like thing. last um, Black Friday, I was like, me and my girlfriend, like, we should, let's just go to Target and see how it is. Like, these were just like bored at home. So I was like, all right, let's go. And then I saw like the PlayStation 4 bundle deal and I'm like, man, 200 bucks for all this shit. <laughs> all right i'm gonna go get one so I, that's when i got a ps4 and then started playing here and there i still you know with bulking and stuff i just was still it takes up a lot of my time and you know the label as well uh, because i work for unique leader so that too and then when you know all this happened with the pandemic i just started playing video games more and i literally switched i sold my imac and bought a pc and it's mm. and then i just started like getting more into like call of duty and you know like the last of us and god of war and a bunch of other games grand theft auto <laughs> escape from Togo. yeah oh i mean i'm, I'm so, i've been i'm so far behind oh, that i there, there's so much that's happened in the gaming world that like i i'm really anxious to like try stuff out yeah. and see so where many. i mean i've always been a fan of like sports games and stuff because i could just kill hours oh, and man. hours doing it it'll, it'll fly by um but other than that, I mean, it's yeah. just like, I mean, most of my time, I've just, we've just been working on this, uh, trying to get the Zayo record oh, done. Yeah, that's right. How far along are you guys? Is it just in the mixing process I mean, or it, it yeah. is? Uh, I actually just today got what I would consider the first round of final mixes. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're to the point now where it's like little tiny notes that we're sending back. Like, hey, oh, turn okay. Dan's vocals up at one minute, 25 <laughs> just seconds. Just like little edits. And, you know, yeah, just like turn the guitar down here, bring this part out. Like all the tones are there. Uh, I mean, the thing that's funny is the record was supposed to be out yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. Like literally, like it now. was going to be out early July. Wait, you, and you guys should have been on tour right now. Was it the yeah. West Coast run right now? Yeah. Yeah, we would have been on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, like literally everything. And uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, the studio where uh, we were mixing uh, did had to shut oh, down when the when everything started and so we just kind of we just kind of pumped the brakes a yeah. little bit and now we're just taking our time I, I think it worked out better I, I feel like before we were on a little bit of a, a time yeah. crunch to get everything done and out and now we're just kind of like eh, we'll put it out early yeah, next that's year a smart move there's a bunch of bands that are pushing their records back till next year yeah, that's the other thing I was thinking about too. I'm like, yeah, oh man, we're just going to be competing. Yeah. With everybody. That's how it is with like tours getting rescheduled from this year. A lot of tours that were going to happen like this summer or this fall, 
you know, got uh, yeah. you know, rescheduled for next year. I mean, there's still like a good amount that have not even announced yet. You know, they got rescheduled, right. but they're not announced yet. And, um, but it's like, what do you do? You put it out like this fall and it just gets buried by all the other shit going on in the world, you know, which is right. understandable for that to happen. And then, well, we also don't, we also don't even know if like pressing plants would be like, we don't know how yeah. open they're going to stay. That's the other thing. Like that's the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who do you guys press your rhino through? Uh, we've, we've typically been using, uh, Brooklyn Phono. Okay, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Uh, I like them because I can practically walk yeah, over there. That's nice. Like, basically, I mean, I can, right when there, when there's test presses ready, they're like, your test presses are ready. And I pretty much walk over and pick them up. That's uh, same thing with shipping. Yeah. Them. Like, uh, I don't know if we're going to do this one there or not. This is going to be a double vinyl and there's some stuff we want to do with it that we might, we might go elsewhere. Yeah. Not because we don't like them just, just for logistic mm-hmm. reasons. Uh, so I don't know. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, who do you, who else have you used it before? You ever used like pirate press? Well, well not technically. Oh. I mean, pirate press pretty much is like a, their broker. Them. Yeah. They're a broker and most of their stuff gets pressed by GZ. Oh in the Czech oh, Republic, really? okay. uh, which is who we did the funeral of God reissue. With. Oh. We went directly to G. Oh, you did. Okay. Like, it, it, yeah. yeah. I'll just, yeah. Usually if you get, I think pirates press uses other plants sometimes, but their default is to use GZ. Really? Okay. In the Czech I didn't know that. I thought they did it. And like they did it all here. I don't think, I think oh. the only thing that they actually do here, is, I may be wrong is the flexies. Oh, okay. No shit. Because I think they're the ones that do all the flexi oh, discs, wow. like the That's decibel flexies. I think yeah. Pirates no Press. Okay. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. So we've used GZ for the Funeral of God reissue and the uh, the reformat reboot yeah. uh, remix that we just yeah. did, mostly because they were able to do the picture discs oh, okay. at, at a reasonable price yeah. for us. Uh, and I think the new reissues for the Tooth and Nail stuff are going through United. United. Okay. I'm not, I'm not crazy about yeah. that, but... Is Tooth and Nail putting those out? That, they are. Yes. Okay. In, in cooperation yeah, with Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're yeah, involved. Very much involved with uh, it. It's like Tooth, it's tooth and Nail uh, slash unoriginal vinyl okay. slash... Slash you guys. Cool. Uh, what is that supposed to be? Is that getting pushed too? Probably. Are, are you, uh, no. Yeah. I mean, they, they got... They got delayed a little bit. Yeah. Uh, there was an issue with the Splinter Shards test okay. press, and when it had to be rejected, the plant was closed. Oh shit! Because of yeah. COVID, so and they were they were being Splinter and Blood and Fire were being done as a package yeah, deal. Okay. So Splinter was held up. So was Blood wow. and Fire. Yeah. Uh, they're being pressed as we speak, as far as yeah. I know. Um, and is uh, what I think the plan is is when they're done, uh, mm-hmm. us and Tooth the Nail will roll it out like almost immediately. Really? Like it won't be a big pre-order. It'll be like here they are. They're shipping in the next two oh, weeks. Wow. Kind of deal. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, people will be like stoked yeah. about that. I feel like that'll make people buy it right away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that, that, we have a feeling they're going to go really fast anyway, yeah. but th- there's not going to be a huge, uh, it's not going to be like, oh, pre-order this and it'll show up in your door in three yeah. months. It's going to be, you know, order this and it's shipping within the next two yeah, or three weeks. Beautiful. 
<laughs> and we'll know that they're in yeah. hand. Yeah, exactly. What's uh, LJ? What's Jeff's most memorable tour story? Do you have one? Is that one? I know. Yeah. It has to be most memorable. I feel like that's. A I mean, there's one. a few. <laughs> uh, I think. I mean, the 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 craziest one with with Zayo. Yeah was we were on tour with it was the tour we did right after we were done recording the fear okay yeah and we were out with uh it was us uh in flames devil driver and trivium that's a crazy tour it it was insane that's wild to me Uh, (laughs) and it was it was one of those tours where it was in flames and trivium were it was a bus tour essentially was it over and we were we were in a band it was over yeah. there, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was in it was in like late January through the end of February. It was like a six week mm-hmm. tour. It started it it pretty much started on the west coast yeah. and then crossed uh, crossed over to the east okay. coast. But uh I remember it was uh late January and we were playing in Seattle. Okay. Uh we we had a day off the next day, <clears throat> technically, but on that tour, we—that was when we were in the—we we were in like play every day yeah. mode. So every day the In Flames tour had off, we would book an yeah, off show. Your own show. So we had to get from Seattle to Boise. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, it's a little hike. That's so hike. <laughs> we left. We left Seattle after the show, and it was late January. And I remember it was raining really bad in Seattle, but it was—it was actually kind of warm. Okay. And we were just driving maybe an hour and a half after the show just to get out of Seattle, just get over the mountain. We had a hotel booked. Yeah. yeah. Because we had to get up early the next day to get to uh, uh, yeah, Boise. Yeah. And I remember it was an hour and a half drive. And for whatever reason, I fell asleep in the backseat of the van. Our tour manager uh, was driving. And I just remember I'm like half asleep, my headphones on. And I just remember getting this nauseating feeling in my stomach. And I sit up, and all I saw was white, and we were spinning. And we had, what happened is we had driven, and we were trying to get over Snoqualmie Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're familiar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's basically – and there was a massive whiteout snowstorm yeah. God, that was only happening in like a two-mile stretch, oh. and we drove into yeah. it. Uh, we spun out the the van and trailer just kind of wedged into a, like a ten foot wall of snow on the side of the highway. Uh, there were like eighteen wheelers just blazing oh, yeah, past like us. <laughs> uh, a truck driver stopped. He used his eighteen wheeler, and there was a state cop there, and was stopping traffic. And they used the eighteen wheeler to nudge our van and trailer wow. so that we could get unchanned. Wow. And they were like, "Yeah, there's an exit." like 200 feet up mm-hmm. like you should pull over like get off yeah. the road Go so we pull out. up to the eggs <laughs> literally coast down like this ice road there's a hotel there now it's the off season no one's no one's going to this yeah. hotel to get into the hotel we drove through a tunnel of snow the snow was so deep they had actually dug a tunnel a t- in it they dug a tunnel to get into the park to get into the parking lot like you drove through this <laughs> so we drive in we we go into the hotel, yeah. and the hotel, there's, like, guys in there. It's, like, this guy and his dog. It's, like, maybe, like, 2.30 in the morning. The guy's wearing a sweatshirt that has a horse 
and the horse is shitting out money. <laughs> I, re- I just remember that image on his sweatshirt. And there was like a giant, uh, there was a giant uh, chandelier in the lobby of the hotel that was made out of nothing but deer antlers. <laughs> and it was just so creepy. Yeah. And like, we're just like, we need a room. Yeah, room. It's like, room. And he's like, oh, yeah, and he's just like, oh, well, you know, the computer's resetting, so we had to, like, sit there forever, and the hotel had this, like, total shining vibe to yeah. it. I remember we go we go to the hotel room, we look out the window, and it was just snow. Yeah, just blocking the window. You couldn't see. <laughs> we're saying to the guy, we're like, well, we have to, like, get to Boise tomorrow. Like, do you know what this weather is supposed to be like? He's like, oh, we're supposed to be getting, like, 6 to 10 tonight. Oh. And we're like, oh, 6 to 10 inches. And he's like, no, 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 feet. Feet? And we're like, what? He's like, don't worry. He's like, we're used to it here. The roads will be cleared by like 6 a.m. How? And like, we woke up, we woke up, we woke up at 7 and we drove out. And they were, the roads were cleared, but there was snow everywhere. Oh, and literally, we drove maybe a mile and a half. And all of a sudden, we were at the bottom of the hill and like the sun came what out. What the fuck, dude? And it, there was like no snow to be seen. We just happened to get stuck. Yeah. But no, I mean, that was the closest I ever came to dying yeah, on a tour. Yeah, and uh, and that's why we started putting in our no January, no February uh, north of the Mason Dixon line touring. Yeah, week. yeah, I have a bunch of bands that are uh, just like, yeah, we're not going to tour in December, January, and if we are, it has to be in the South, or we're just going to do regional shit, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I totally and then get it, like, it. Dawned on us, it dawned on us years later that that where basically where we almost died in that hotel we stayed was basically where they filmed Twin Peaks. Get out of here, really? That's where they filmed it. Because we're all huge Twin yeah. Peaks fans, and we're like, this town is creepy. Yeah, and that's and where they filmed like, it. I'm like, yeah, that's essentially like the Twin Peaks Holy town. Holy shit, man! With From Autumn to Ashes, my best tour story yeah. is when we played. Let's go to that one. I I want to say it was the Download Fest. Oh, Austria. I think we were playing yeah. Download, and we played. We played right about two or three bands before Typo Negative. Wow. wow. And I remember we played, got off stage, I go back to the dressing room, and I'm sitting there, and fucking Pete Steele walks in, yeah. all like seven yeah. feet. Of- <laughs> and awesome. he like he like comes over and he's like he's like he like shakes my hand. He's like, I really liked your set. Wow. And I'm like, oh, you know, like yeah. thanks. And he's just like, that was really good. He's like. Maybe we'll tour together someday. <laughs> He's like, we'll be your roadies. Roadies. <laughs> and I'm just like standing there. I'm like, you fucking Pete Steele. Like, why? Why are you even yeah. watching us? You, like, you sure you like this? You like this? <laughs> well, I mean, he, I think he knew that the band was the band. He, they knew that the band was like New York oh, guys. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, That's but bad. yeah, we then we saw them. Like, kept running into them on that European really? tour. Like, would run. Yeah, we were in like Hamburg and like we like ran into them and like like on the streets of Hamburg and they're like all drunk and like fucked up. <laughs> yelling at people, trying to pick fights. Oh my God. And just being being crazy. <laughs> so what yeah. But no, that was like that was really mind blowing. That is like, crazy, just, yeah. That would blow me. Because he up. like walked up to yeah. us. He, like, walked he came up, up to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he was just such an intimidating, just monstrous yeah. presence. I've never like, seen typo before. Oh, yeah, they're great. Never seen. I, I didn't really appreciate them as much until I saw yeah. them because I didn't realize I don't realize how much because their their stuff their stuff always came across as like deadly serious, mm-hmm. like almost to the point of it veering into yeah. comedy. <laughs> but it wasn't until you actually see them that you realize that like they get the comedy too. They do. Like that band really did have a sense wow. of humor. That is fun. Like they opened up with a cover of uh, the Beatles' "Magical Mystery Tour." 
Yeah, the download. Really? Phase. And it was completely awesome, yeah. but also completely ridiculous. Yeah, no, that is completely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So what's uh? So from on the ashes is writing a new record, right? Or we, uh, we're or writing, we're writing songs. Songs, songs yeah. Because it's yeah, been a while, or, right? Whether it's, yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, I think the last record came out. I I joined right as they were finishing up the last studio album, uh, the Holding a Wolf. Yeah. Years. So I did all the touring on that. I was on, I was on a live album. Oh, I know. Uh, I did all the touring, and then we started writing. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Fran, Fran and Brian decided to dissolve the band. Just real kind of uh, burnt out while we were writing. Uh, yeah. Sort of. Yeah. It was. It was. It wasn't that we weren't getting along. It was. There, there was a lot of like. You know, we had we had a bad. There was a bad manager, yeah. that had uh, that had run up a lot. There was a lot of yeah. debt that was run yeah. up, uh, okay. and so th- there was that stuff that was always happening. We were in the process of renewing the contract with Vagrant, oh, okay. so we weren't technically committed yet. Yeah. So it was like, well, before we commit, and I mean, but we were right. Yeah, you really. And uh, actually, when we broke up, Fran and Rob started that band, uh, Warship. Yeah, I remember. And the Warship record, there's maybe two or three songs on there that were from Autumn Dash really? songs that we were writing. writing. Like, that we had a demo fade that they finished out. And, yeah, and they used for that band. So that Warship record probably, I mean, it's very possible the next from Autumn Dash's record would have been similar. very similar to yeah. that. Uh, so what year was that when it all, I forget. That would have been, I think that came out in 2008. Oh, shit. Yeah, we stopped touring in 2000. It would have been early 2008. Yeah. And that Worship record, out, I think that fall. Yeah. yeah, I discovered. So, I mean, we even went over to the studio. The studio they did the Worship record out. We actually went to the studio. Uh, it was with uh, Andrew Schneider. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was good producing. And we actually went to the studio meeting with him as if he was doing a From Autumn to Ashes no record. Shit. I mean, it was that far yeah. along. Wow. So yeah, and then we, we did some From Honor Dash's reunion shows in 2015. Yeah, five years ago, yeah. And then we just kind of, everybody was waiting for somebody else to make the phone yeah, call. it was one of those situations. Just, when are we do it again? Yeah. So this time we're like, well, if we're going to do it, let's make some yeah. new music. Might as well, right? So. Yeah, I was stoked for fucking, the one main thing this year I was like really stoked for was Furnace Fest. That yeah. shit, when that started coming together, and I remember uh, Ryan from the fest hitting me up, and I was like, wow, Furnace Fest. I remember it first hit me up. I was like, wow, I've heard that name in a while, you know? And I was like, is yeah, this yeah. real? You know? And then when it started to come together, you know, it confirmed uh, Zayo on it, and then confirmed uh, Evergreen Terrace on it. And, you know, then I started hearing about, like, the other bands confirming. I was like, holy shit. This is gonna be like just a like yeah. flashback to when I was like a kid. You know, it was I really I remember when I first discovered From Mom to Ashes was probably, it was like two thousand three. Was it two thousand three? Okay. Something like that. When did the first record come out? Uh, uh that would have been two thousand one. So it was like two thousand two or three. I remember I went to a show at the Chance in Poughkeepsie, New York. That's where I grew up. Uh, yeah, I know the Chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- that show was stacked. That, th- I discovered a handful of bands there. The one band I was only familiar with was Hatebreed. Hatebreed played. And the other bands were From Alm the Ashes, Poison the Well, Most Precious Blood, 
converge and shadows fall. It was just this stacked bill. It was insane. And one, my friend yeah. Alex was just like, yo, we got to go to this show. I'm like, well, I know who Hatebreed is. So, yeah, I'm down. And I remember seeing from all in the ashes. And I was just like, yo, this is fucking awesome. And I remember just going to FYE and ordering the CD because they didn't have it in stock. <laughs> Those crazy shows back. Yeah, but Furnace Fest. I'm happy it's going to, you know, it got rescheduled. I hope, I hope yeah, it all yeah. still, you know, goes down. I hope everything obviously gets better. That's, I mean, they've been planning that for. They've been planning. We knew about. Yeah, the, you knew about it. We knew about Furnace Fest for yeah. two years you, before you even they, told. They had to be yeah, because I, I think you yeah. hit me up. I was like, "Hey, they're gonna hit you up," and I was like, "Oh yeah. shit, okay, this is crazy to me." But even when they asked us about, like, when they mentioned, I think they, I think they mentioned it to Scott oh, just in path. in yeah. talking like you're like two years before it happened, and I remember when they were saying about like, "Oh, they want to do it," and when they. they we had heard some of the early wish lists of what they were going to try to do back oh. then. And we're just like, there's no way you're going to get some of yeah. that stuff. Uh, and then when, when it actually came around and they actually started getting some of them, there was one that they told us about that. I'm like, you're never getting that. And, and they didn't. And they didn't. I, don't know, I don't know if they asked them or not, but it wasn't. There was a few that I heard that they were trying for, but they didn't. They, I was really hoping for um, botch. Was that one of them? So there was something that came uh, out recently yeah. about botch that no the one they told me the one they told me so, about and i'll, I'll say it because, right. like, yeah <laughs> uh the one they, they one they told us about they're like oh we're gonna try to get dillinger to oh oh yeah i heard that yeah i'm like it's too okay. soon man it's too soon yeah. maybe in like five years they'll do it you know but, but yeah. they they pulled out some other they, they pulled out a couple other coups though that I was like hey that when when they said awesome. beloved because I loved beloved growing up when they said you know announced them I was just like what the fuck man and then it just right. went from there and it started exploding and my friend Mike uh, Mike Zemer from Dallas he started working with the guys from Furnace um, and, you know helping him with the fest because he was just telling me like you know it's been a while since those guys put together a fest you know and everything has changed in the past you know you know 10 years since they've done it and uh he was telling me he was just like yeah dude all these other bands are starting to come over like wanting on the fest like we you know i was just like this is nuts but i get it you know yeah. once you get a few to reunite that were you know everyone loved back then then others are going to be like, hey, guys, let's just fucking do it, you know? Well, that's kind of, I mean, when we, I, I remember when we were, because we were getting, when they were first announcing the yeah. bands in the different ways, we were doing some of the initial, uh, before we even announced we were going to do any shows, we were doing some of the, uh, for Modern Dash, is like, hey, let's get together and write oh. kind of experimental rehearsals. <laughs> and I remember the one night uh, I was talking to Brian uh, from, from the Brian Denise. Oh, yeah. And I said, Brian, because he would get the offers all the time from different agents and stuff asking us to do yeah. shows. And I said, Brian, have you heard from Furnace Fest? And he's like, no. And I'm like, oh, that really shocks me because it seems like they're reaching out to everybody. Yeah. And then I, somebody had mentioned on one of the Furnace Fests, uh, like Twitter feeds or something, yeah. like From Autumn to Ashes. And I posted as From Autumn to Ashes. And I said, nobody has asked us. <laughs> and within like eight hours, they wrote to Brian and said, Hey, can Fremont and Ashes play the best? <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Yes. Yeah. And I just told them, I'm like, I'll do it. Yeah. But I said, and I told Brian, I'm like, you got to tell them whenever they do it, it has to be the same day yeah, as Ale. It's the only way to make it work. You know, just 
because I, I, you know, because like I said, Zao, you know, we're like, hey, if we're going to do it, we're going to we're going to try at least play our way down, oh, play yeah, our way back kind of yeah. thing. And I didn't want to have, you know, I didn't want to have the Zao guys sitting around for two days because I had to play. wait to do. Exactly. Yeah. Was there? Yeah. Because you guys were just going to stay the one day you were going to play, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was the plan. Yeah. So you got to get in and out pretty much. <laughs> That's crazy, though. Yeah, I can't wait for it. So, hope everything happens. And then we can rebook we'll some Zayo shows. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to that again. But um, let's see. What uh, when did we uh, when did we first start working together? Was that two? Was it two years now? It was all because of Andy Rice. Yeah, the man. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think was it two years? Two thousand eighteen. I want to say, yeah, I want to say it was 2018 because when we first started playing in 2015 mm, again, yeah. that was through yeah. Andy. Andy had approached us and said, hey, I have some offers. Let's get you guys playing yeah. again. And he was the one that got us moving again. I mean, we were always planning on recording okay. stuff and we were going to figure out the show thing later. Yeah. And then uh, Andy reached yeah, out yeah. and he's like, I want to book you guys. Did you know Andy? And he that? started. He, oh, not really. I think, I think Scott did somehow. Yeah. I think Scott did roughly, because we we were working with the agency group. Before. Yeah, that was before. So uh, Jeremy Holgerson used mm-hmm. to book us, uh, and he had been for a little bit. Would do a thing occasionally here and there, but he just didn't have time for as active as we yeah, were. And I think it's when Andy came forward and he said, "Hey, I, you know, whatever you guys want to do, I'll work yeah. with you guys." Uh, and then yeah, I remember we got that call where he's like, "Yeah, I'm retiring." Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna. And we're just like no, because we had just gotten going. Like, we felt like we just gotten used. Yeah, to him, I know. I like, love Andy. Yeah, you know, we you barely had to say anything to him. He'd be like, "Here are the dates," and he knew yeah, exactly knew like what we needed, like how to do it. And, uh, yeah, when... and that was like, "What are we gonna do?" And he's like, "I got." He's like, "I got a guy. I got a guy." I remember it was when he called me and told him told me that he was getting out of being an agent. I was like, "Really?" I'm like, "Do you have to do that?" <laughs> You're like one of like the handful of guys that I love working with, you know? And I'm like, just, I was like, I get it, you know, I get it. Cause it is a pain in the ass. It's like, I mean, it took me years. I mean, I've been doing this for 14 years now and it takes a while to like, really, you gotta make a name for yourself, connection. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have, you know, you gotta do a good job and, you know, get that reputation of, hey, this guy does a good job, you know, he's not gonna fuck you over. Right. But anyway, um, yeah, I remember when he called me, I think he was kind of drunk and he was like, cause me and him at party, me and him would like, I'd go out to like LA and shit for like meetings or just hang out and me and him would go out drink and get fucking, you know, we get trashed and <laughs> we, I always had good times with Andy, but I remember he called me and he was kind of drunk and he's like, yo, would you want to book Zayo? I'm like, why would you, you don't need to ask me that. <laughs> you know the answer. He's like, all right, cool. I'm going to call the guys tomorrow and I'm going to talk to them. And I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, there was about, a, there was about like a, there was about a 12 hour period there where Scott and I were just like, what are we going to do? Yeah. We're like, we just got this rolling. Like we don't want to have to find another agent. Like how do we explain to people how we work? And, and, and Andy's like, Daniel already knows the deal. He yeah. gets it. Like he explained to me your whole situation. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine with that. There's a lot of bands that I work yeah. with that are like, you know, part time and just do weekend shit like Evergreen Terrace for another another example. You know, they'll do a show yeah. once in a blue moon. <laughs> Zayo does more right. shows than Evergreen Terrace. And uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> seriously, 
they'll do ones here and there, you know, whatever, which is fine. I love the band. So it's like, this is like, to me, it's like, well, I grew up listening to these bands and I love these bands. So it's like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. I'll do shit. It's not really about the money, you know? That's why I right. like, a lot of people like would look at my Ross and be like, you have a lot of bands. And I'm like, well, if you actually go through it, you'll see, oh, this band does six shows a year. <laughs> you right, know? Right. And I book them because I'm just like, I love the band. And that's why, you know, but. Well, and you're great too, because we, we, we because uh, there's very bizarre reasons why we pick where we're going places. Oh, like, <laughs> and like we'll, we'll, and we'll hit you and we'll be like, all right, we got these four days and include these four cities somehow. <laughs> Try to make this work. And it's, I'm it's, like, it's not, it's, it's, it's not like, it's not like, oh, well, you know, well, we should go play, uh, you know, you know, big markets. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. We, we got to hit, we got to hit this town in Kentucky on this yeah. day yeah. because we're going to make a yeah. beer. <laughs> yeah, we're going to uh, make a and beer. Then we're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> and then we're going to play a couple shows around that. And, but it's fun. Yeah. I mean, that's the best. I mean, I think how you guys go about it with touring, like with your shows, is like very smart. And it's like, you know, hey, we got to find a band that we can use their equipment. It's like, all right, that's easy. No one's going to say no. Like, whoever wants to tour with Zayo is going to be like, yeah, you can right. use our shit, dude. <laughs> you know, paying a little bit yeah. more than what they're used to. Yeah. Right. It's a pain. You got to rent the van, you yeah. got to fly, you got to rent the van and all that shit, bring it back, fly home. Because everyone's kind of scattered, right? Where does everyone live again? Uh, well, kind of not really everyone, anymore, right? Yeah, when we first started getting active again, uh, Dan, Scott, and Marty are all in Western That's PA, right. like sort of like surrounding Pittsburgh mm -hmm. area. Uh, I'm in Brooklyn. Yep. Uh, for a couple years, Russ was out in California. That's right. Yeah, Russ is. He was in Huntington yeah. Beach. So for a while there, I mean, for me to get from New York back to PA is not a big deal. I do it all the time anyway. My family's still oh, there. Okay. It's not a yeah. big deal. Uh, but anytime we would do anything, we always had to factor in like, oh, we got to fly Russ oh, out. Yeah. Like it always like that was always Russ's Russ plane <laughs> tickets. Regardless of what we were doing was always now Russ is back in Pittsburgh. Again. Oh, okay, that's right. He's back. So it's perfect. Yeah. So that that really opened us up. Now I'm the problem. Yeah. Well, you're in Florida right now. now, now I'm in Florida. Yeah. But you're gonna go. Uh, we were just talking. We were just talking about doing some like in studio, like maybe doing like an in studio live performance yeah. kind of thing. That'd be a cool idea. But right. now, yeah. But now I have to get to oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. So now you have to fly. Yeah. Yeah, it's all. Heavy. And I think Pennsylvania. I think Pennsylvania has a quarantine against Florida Do now that. too. I would, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't shock. I think me. I'd have to, I'd, I'd have to quarantine for two weeks before I could. do anything. Yeah, it sucks. That's how it is here in Texas. I mean, my girlfriend works at, uh, she's a, a trauma tech at the Children's Hospital, so it's like we were gonna go. She's from Connecticut. I'm from New York, um, so we were gonna go to, you know, visit family in August, and we had our plane tickets bought. And, but they're like, yeah, she's, you know, she, her boss was like, you're gonna have to quarantine when you get back, and you're not gonna yeah. get paid for it. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> but hey, whatever. I mean, I don't even like. We've had people offer us stuff like, well, you can do like remote, you oh. know, remote like live session. I don't have access to drums. Oh yeah, not right. Like, I don't have anything here in Florida. And even if I was in Brooklyn for a long time, yeah. my rehearsal space was locked. At, we were locked out of my rehearsal space. Oh shit. So I haven't, I haven't, I haven't touched a drum set since what, the last show or. Well, I did a show. I, I have a like this 
sort of death metal band I'm playing with in Brooklyn now called uh, Rigor Samsa. Okay. And cool. uh, we, did sh- we did a show on March, I want to say March 9th. Oh, or March so that's 8th. like, oh, that yeah. was a- that was the last time I played. Yeah, that show. was like a few days, or yeah, drum. That was like a few days or a week before really shit at the fan. It was a week. Right? I remember it was a week before the the show we were supposed to do with Code Orange. Oh, okay. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. That. Every time there was a week off, so I played that show in like early March, and then we didn't find out that the Code Orange show was canceled till the I morning remember, of. Yeah. Uh, I was getting re- and I literally it was to the point where I didn't know if they were officially canceling it and I told Scott because I was going to drive in that yep. day I think I remember you and I this. said and I, I said to Scott I'm like we're officially yeah. off I said this show isn't happening I'm not going to get halfway back to oh, Pittsburgh man. and find out I have to drive back I to know, New York right? that would have sucked yeah. and then I, yeah I was supposed to have another show with that with the band that Rigor Samson band in New York the week after the Codorn show oh. And that almost happened. They didn't cancel that show. In until... New York, it was going to be? In the city? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was in Brooklyn. So, yeah, but I haven't touched my drums since that last show I played. Damn, dude. Yeah. I have a, I have a practice pad down here and some sticks. I've been Got, yeah. working on work, keeping the yeah, chops up. That's all but... you can do. Yeah. That's it, right? My space is open in Brooklyn oh, now. Oh, they did open it back just, up? I got I to gotta get, get back yeah. there, yeah. That's rad. What are like, um, I guess uh, another question I had was, what are like some bands that you guys are close with? Like what's, what bands are Zayo close with? And like what bands are like from on the ashes, like really close with? Uh, I mean, has it been, we Zayo's tried to stay, I think Zayo's kind of tried to stay close with almost everybody. Uh, I know, like recently, like the the guys from Yashira. Oh yeah, like that dude, best dudes. Yeah, that, that yeah. that's like I knew you guys. That, were that's how we ended up. We ended up <laughs> doing, when we did that. We did their show, a couple shows with yeah. them, and then we were just like, we loved the band, and that's when we got the idea to do a split yep. with them. Uh, like I, the guys in Worm. Yep. Uh, love those uh, like the, those are like some of the recent like good yeah. friends, but. Even like older bands that we've toured with in the past, like we still talk to the guys from Under. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, the guys from Under Oath. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Chris from Under Oath uh, is doing a bunch of uh, did a bunch of like ambient soundscape stuff on our oh, new record. Oh no, why? That's right. Uh, so yeah, so it. we'll have a, like a guest spot on the record. Uh, we still talk to all the guys from Dillinger. Oh, okay, that's cool as far. I mean, always stay close yeah. with them. I mean, we pretty much like. Almost everybody we've ever toured with, still, to some extent, we've still yeah. close with them. I mean, we were really excited about like the, you know getting to see the Evergreen Terrace guys. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like like we love yeah, they're dudes. great. <laughs> uh, even like the, the guys in like Remembering Never, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like, Pete, you know, like Pete. Pete yeah. you know? That's why, yeah. Either Coven, we're gonna have on that run. Pete was stoked. Yeah, Pete's the man. It's funny. I never met. I I grew up going to see Remembering Never, right? But I never, I never met Pete until when was it? Like late last year. Like I actually mm-hmm. started talking to him, and it was all because of um, uh, Mike Gitter from Century Media. He was like, "Yo, you want mm-hmm. you know you want to listen to either code, you know?" 
he was like, I really want like an, you know, agent for them that really loves the band. You know, it's going to be a growing process because you know, with that type of band, it's going to take some time. And that's when we became close. And he started like his girlfriend like lives in San Antonio, and he would fly in like every other week, and like would come up to Austin. Yeah. We would just you know hit up the record store, hit up some vegan spots, hang out. And I was like, this is crazy. It's growing up, seeing remembering never because I'm thirty, I'm thirty three. So growing up seeing them, I was always scared of that fucking band. <laughs> you know, when like you're younger, you had those bands that were just so violent, like Blood Has Been Shed and stuff. Those were like shows I yeah. go to, and I loved the bands, but I was scared for my life at the same time. And remember, remember, oh, yeah. never was one of those bands, and um, I just was always like, you know, everyone called them Mean Pete, so it's like I never, I don't know, I just never talked to them. I remember like year, a few years ago, I hit up. I actually hit him up because I, I was like known like remembering never was doing shows and stuff and it looked like they were going to come back like be more active i guess and i remember hitting him up but he never hit me back and i was like all right that's fine <laughs> and then you know we yeah. started working together with either coven he's like yeah i'm sorry man I, I, you know <laughs> remembering never is just remembering never and i'm like yeah i get it <laughs> yeah yeah well that's what i i was i was got a kick out of the mean pete Nickname. I know. He's, he's just because it, it, he's such a sweetheart. And you knew him back. Like, did you I, know him back then? Like, were you you personally? Did you know Pete I mean, at all back then? A good amount, right? Like, what what would you say back like then? The, what era? You, you know, talking? like the two thousand two thousand five era, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we did. I think two thousand six. I mean, we did a tour. It was us, Madball, remembering never. Fuck. It was like the, the oh, fair tour. We ended one. up not. We ended up not being able to complete the tour because oh, really? uh, Dan had a broke his hand like really oh, bad. Fuck. Like, Did he really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a uh, it was a rare later period uh, Zayo band argument yeah. <laughs> in, in in Seattle. I think Dan's talked about this. So I don't feel so so weird. Yeah, yeah. We played at El, El Corazon mm-hmm. yeah, in so Seattle, yeah. and something happened. <sighs> Scott and I got in argument yeah and then like dan got dan heard scott and i fighting mm. and like i think dan i think scott and i pretty much resolved it but dan heard scott and i yelling at each other and he got really upset and like he's like oh here we go zayo fights again <laughs> and like he punched he punched the wall oh, fuck. backstage club, but he punched a stud oh, when he hit it and and he had like this like he had like this like open wound on his hand wow. and but he didn't think anything of it and i remember it was like to the point where we went back to the hotel and like some guys went out for like drinks afterwards or yeah. whatever dan's dan, i think dan went out he had like his hand yeah, wrapped, wrapped up or up. whatever but he like woke up the next day and he's like the color doesn't look good on this and it's like really warm <laughs> and he went to the emergency room and they're like yeah like there's bone missing and this is starting to turn like like gangrene Holy or whatever shit, man. and they're like you can't they're like you can't like get it like sweaty or like dirt in yeah, it. You can't do. And it was his. And he's Dan's a tattoo. Yeah, I know. So he's yeah, he's so, tattooing back then too, right? Yeah, and it was his tattoo hand. And he's like, they're like, you have to go home and get surgery and like not get this dirty. So like Dan flew home. Yeah, he had to go. Right like away. they're like, you can't, you know, can't get sweat or dirt in this. He's like, I can't play this tour because Dan sweats like a yeah. beast. I mean, two songs to the set. He's right. like, it's like he jumped out of a show. <laughs> yeah, he's I can't do this. So yeah. he flew home, and we had to drive to Seattle the whole way back to Pittsburgh. Fuck, man. Uh, Damn. 
So yeah, it was it really unfortunate. But like, yeah. there was a point where they're like, yeah, you could lose this hand, or at least like the, the, the finger, the finger, like the pinky. Yeah. 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 So we didn't get to finish that tour because of that. Uh, oh, yeah. So you know me, yeah. But yeah, so we did that tour with them. And was like, Pete ever? And that was yeah. a weird tour. Too. Was it? Yeah, I mean that's that a weird like, lineup. It well, it was a triple headlining show. Oh, so they rotated? You did the rotating? It was a rotating either us, Madball, or Remembering oh, Never. And I remember Remembering Never was kind of like, we don't want to play last any night <laughs> on the bill. They're like, we don't want to play after Zayo or after yeah. Madball. Just have and, us open this thing. <laughs> and, it, and it was like, a I forget who the first two, there were two other bands open. Yeah. Is it was a, other two what was it, a Ferritor? It yeah. was a territory, yeah. Oh yeah, and it was, uh, yeah. There was some weird crowds on that tour. Was it? Yeah. Because I remember, I remember we played one of the worst AO shows ever on that tour in Long Island. Really? In and Long just Island. Just one of those nights. And I remember the the it was like this weird. I think that the, the club sometimes doubled as like a strip oh, club. Oh wow! Okay. There were like stripper poles throughout the club, but it wasn't a strip club that yeah. night. And I. We weren't like Madball was definitely on last yeah. that night. I mean, that well, was Long Island. Yeah, after, that's their stopping grounds, pretty much. And I remember when we started playing, the they didn't shut the house lights off, so it was just bright like so, all the really bright. And there was a group of guys sitting on the stage with their backs oh, to us, God, like dude. arms folded, like those guys. All the slides were on, and it was a really weird vibe. And I remember we were about three songs yeah. in, and we were just like, fuck this. So we played, uh, it was the last song on uh, The Fear Is What Keeps yeah, Us yeah. Here, uh, Last Time For Everything, and it ends with this big, like, just the drums loop playing over and over yeah. again, <laughs> and Dan screaming, The Fear Is What Keeps Us Here. We played that like three or four songs into the set. And then just... And usually when we played that, everyone left the stage, and me and Dan just keep Going. playing that part. We did it for about 15 minutes. What do you... And then ended You that. did that for 15 minutes? It was a long time. It was a long time. <laughs> and then just ended the set. We're like, you know what? They don't like us, so we're going to punish them. <laughs> so we're, gonna... we're just going to punish Did they them. stay on stage, like those guys with their backs turned? Did they stay there? Did they... Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, they just stayed there. It was like literally the worst show we ever played. That when I was in the band, and I remember asking our tour manager like the next day, I'm like, "What do we do in merch?" He's like, "We sold a shirt." Oh my god! <laughs> so one person bought so a that shirt. That was a completely that was a complete madball crowd. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do remember the one guy that was wearing his AO shirt, who maybe was one of the people that bought one. I remember him standing sort of on the side yeah. of the stage when we were doing that drum and vocal loop and like really getting into it. Just this one like guy. he was like, "Oh, I yeah. like this. I like that part." He was like, He's probably the guy that bought yeah, the shirt. Yeah, he's probably the one guy. That's wild. Most of the shows on that tour were yeah. great. It was just that one. That was just... That, that, yeah. So it was... That's a, we played Long Island a couple years ago at uh, Amityville. Yeah, yeah AMH, yeah. It was, like, it was like a weird double bill with like uh, Nails. Oh, what the fuck? It was like Nails played a show, and then we were the late oh, show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like So we didn't go on to like 2 a.m. But it was, was the, we were worried about really? it. Like, we're like, yeah, our last Long Island experience was so bad. And that Amityville show was amazing. Wow. Like, Going on that late. So I don't think it was, I, yeah, I don't think it was Long Island. I think it's it was like crowd. that. It happens. Yeah. I've seen, you know, even growing up, dude. 
certain bands would get, you know, the crowd treat them the, the, the most disrespectful. I That was the thing that I always hated when it saw people, like, sitting on stage, like, when a band's playing. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you yeah. doing up here? I mean, we, were, just, we were terrified about the uh, This Is Hardcore a couple oh, of years yeah, ago. Oh, yeah, and how'd that go? We were just like, like we don't know if they want yeah. us. We don't know if they want us. It went amazing. Wow. I mean, there's like a one of the it's one of the hate five six yeah, videos. I'm surprised going I've around. never seen. It. I gotta go look it. I'll look it up after this. Oh, you gotta look up the five. The, they 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 rushed the stage uh, for five. Year oh winner. man! Like when we played five year winner, you can't find. It. <laughs> He's They're just like, gone. He's just piled. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. We were we were expecting to be like, oh, this is gonna be like a hostile crowd. Like, I feel not like it's pretty all. diverse. Not. This is hardcore. They've really. The fest has come a long way where they really Joe's like diversified the fest and having I mean, I think saves the day. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, like that. And I'm like, wow. But I mean, that's it's cool that he did that. I think with that fest though, because it's or else it's in, in, or else it's just going to be repetitive. You know, yeah. Throw yeah. some oddballs. In. Well, we're good. We're good friends. We're good friends with uh, Rich. Oh, Hall, okay. Too. And he, he was he was because he was involved too. And Rich yeah. is like. When Rich approached us, he's like, I'll put you on a good day. I'll, <laughs> I'll put you on a day with more of the metal. Yeah, yeah. When you fit a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So when, when did Pete get the Mean Pete nickname? That's what I always – I never asked him. I have, no, I have no idea. I just always knew him as That's Mean it. Pete. Like, That's yeah. crazy. I know he was dealing – he had like – I forget what it was recently, some form of cancer. I forget what he had. What was it? But uh, uh, It wasn't uh, Hodgkin's. No, right? no. I forget, but he's good now. I'm pretty positive. I haven't talked to him in a few weeks, so this. I, I think Scott. I think Scott just. Ta- I think oh, Scott talked to him like a couple of days yeah. ago, actually. Uh, and he, he from what from what Scott told me, it was like the treatments. Worked. Things are going yeah. smooth. Because yeah, yeah. The, the plan was to like start booking them some shows later this year, which I mean we'll see what happens. But um, yeah. This, you know, working with him has been great. Like, I never thought, I remember when Gitter hit me up, he's, I'm like, all right. I'm like, I don't know what to think about Pete. <laughs> and then we started talking. I'm like, this is the nicest guy I've ever met. Yeah. yeah he's, he's like, yo, I'm coming to Austin. Uh, meet me at Waterloo Records at eight o'clock. I mean, the first time I'm like, okay. And I never met him in person. And it was just like a blast. And I'm like, I don't know why people think. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the big yeah. guy that everyone calls yeah. tiny. Like, is it kind of yeah, like that? I mean, remember, <laughs> never, you know, they're, they're like a hard band. Like, they have some, you know, yeah, yeah. women and children die first. I mean, that record's scary in a sense, especially when it came out back then. That was like, oh, fuck, man. You're going to get your ass Absolutely. beat at this show. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Love that, though. But yeah, I mean, like, I even, I remember when I first discovered Zayo, it had to be, uh, what, where, wasn't the band on a Hellfest DVD? Yeah. Yes. Which one was I'm, it? I think so. I, I think, think there so. was one of them there. The band was on. I I, I didn't see Zayo until like. I know Zayo did a bunch of Hellfest. Yeah. I never got to do a Hellfest with no. Zayo. Uh, I was gonna do the last oh. one. Oh, the one. I was actually, yeah. and that was after that was after, oh we had come off another tour and we had some time off and I was actually visiting my girlfriend at the time, but my wife yeah. now in New York. And so I was like kind of hanging in New York and I was going to meet them in Jersey for Hellfest. And I remember everybody getting the email from the booking agents. Like they haven't paid any of the deposits. Everybody like don't go unless we tell you we think something's wrong. And that was the Hellfest where like everything got canceled. 
And then the guy that set it up like went nuts and was like doing donuts with the with a bus in the parking lot. Do you remember no, that? No, what? I did not know yeah, that. Like, what? He went. It got, yeah, it got shut down at the last minute. Like, they couldn't get, it was insurance. like, insurance. It was something with insurance. Yeah, it was an insurance yeah. thing. So the city or whatever shut it oh, down. And he had, like, some, like, weird, like, Volks. Like, it was, like, some kind of, like, Volkswagen bus or something. Oh, okay, like, and, that? like, in protest, he was, like, in the parking lot of the venue, like, doing donuts. Oh, like, God. it just, like, freaking out. He... And, like, none of the bands showed up. It, like, got canceled at very Because I remember I was on tour with one of my old bands. It's, like, Screamo band that I was in. And we were, com- we were coming back from tour that day or, like, that or the day before or something like that. And my singer, Joe, was going to go to Hellfest. I wasn't going. And I had to get back yeah. to work, I remember. And he's, like, he, he was just, like, yo, I'm hearing that it's getting canceled. And I'm, like, no way. And then, you know, yeah. later on, you found I, – I, I heard it was because of, like, when they had Bad Luck 13. There was some shit when they, remember, you know that bad band? That they, that they, upped, the, they upped the insurance clauses. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah, remember yeah, that. I don't think yeah. anyone can forget that fucking band. I never saw them live. Right. Never saw that band live. I saw all the videos. Oh, yeah, my friend Sean yeah, yeah. here, Metal Corners. You should check out his podcast, actually. He's really fucking cool, dude. Nice. But, yeah, he was, Sean was in that band Ghost Show. <laughs> you see it? Ken confirmed yeah, yeah. he is a psycho. I saw yeah. Ken confirm he is a psycho. I remember when Sean told me that because I never knew who the guy from Hellfest was. And Sean was like, that was my singer. I was like, what do you mean? Really? Fuck out of here. He's like, yeah, no, that's him. I'm like, that's fucking Yeah, I just, I just remember like getting the email and it was like, attention, all agency group artists do not leave don't go until you get the, until you get the green yeah. light. We don't think it's happening. Oh, like, man. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I remember getting that Hellfest DVD. I think it was the I don't know what year it was, like two thousand or something. Was that the same one? That, I know there's one that has like a like a, there up. was like a really popular like the From Autumn to Ashes performance. Yeah, on. I th- mm, same one. Let me see. The one, the first Hellfest DVD I ever got was this one. What? Oh, why does it have to be the smallest image in history? Oh, it's from two thousand one. Poison the Well, Shalud, Buried Alive, Brothers Keeper, One King Down, Bane, Converge, Every Time I Die, Eighteen Visions. Reach the Sky, Walls of Jericho, Nora, uh, One King Down, Kill Switch Engage. Yeah, so no. Zayo and From On Ashes was not on that one. Okay. I know I know there's a From On to Ashes Hellfest thing floating around. Yeah, maybe it's just uh, a video. Maybe it wasn't on. I know Zayo's oh, done it. Zayo, Zayo did it. I found it. It was two. Where's the fucking year? But From All the Ashes on, is uh, on the cover. This is from. Come on, can you eBay? Can you give? Oh, 2003. It was the one with uh, the Locust, Dillinger Escape Plan, Lamb of God, From All the Ashes, Bleeding Through, No More Gene, a bunch of others. I should get that. I know there was a Hellfest that it was crazy. I think, I think Zayo played it, Dillinger played it, and Creationist Crucifixion played it. Wow. And that was creation. That was it right after Scott left creation yeah. to be in Zaya. Like there was like all these weird. Oh, and I, I seem to remember that like it got, that got shut down from the venue. It was supposed to happen. Oh, no way. And like a lot of the shows like happened in somebody's backyard oh, or something. God. Like I, I, maybe somebody could, like I seem to remember a, a Hellfest happening like in somebody like it was like a weird, like somebody's yard wow. kind of thing. That's insane. Oh, he sh- Sean said, 
uh, where is he? Where is he? Bailout thirteen was a part. I of will it. say that I will say that Zayo did not have a deposit <laughs> on that. He never. We never got a deposit. Yeah, he never got one. He lost like five hundred grand or something. God, dude, I'd probably lose my mind if I lost that much money. I'd be like, dude, I don't even have that much money. What do you? How do you... <laughs> but he, I mean, dude, yeah, I wish Hellfest never. I, I wish it just kept going on. That was the DVD though, the two thousand. What I say it was one or two thousand. I remember buying that. I forget where I bought it from. But that was the DVD that got me into like all like the bands from Ferret, Trustco, and shit. That just opened everything up. <laughs> you know? But that's yeah, crazy. And then, did Sean, did he sell the name Hellfest? Didn't he? I heard he sold the name or. Well, there's a Hellfest. Yeah, and I heard he sold the name to I don't... some shit a long time ago. But I could have sworn we him. played a Hellfest. The Zayo played a Hellfest in Did France. You, the Hellfest in France? I think it was Hellfest. It was a festival in France. It was at the Le Mans racetrack. Oh, wow. I was at. I remember it was the first tour I did with Zayo. It was like the third or fourth show I ever played oh, with them. Shit. And I remember that we. Zayo played, which I know was filmed. I don't know that no footage ever came out oh, from really? it. Uh, but I remember Neurosis played. Wow. I remember that was a big deal that we got, we got to go over and watch Neurosis. Yeah. I remember Dan Dan watching Turbo Negro with the guys from Creator. What? <laughs> uh, I remember we were sharing a dressing room with the business. The bi- Are you serious? That is insane. Wow. Yeah, it was like really. I think that was a Hellfest. That was a Hellfest. He said that Hellfest yeah. made the uh, no. He said no. France stole it. He said, "Well, quote on ah, okay. stole it." Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think that I think that was called Hellfest. I wonder if the dude or whatever his name is that was in your band shot, the dude from Hellfest, if he even copyrighted it, like or anything back then. I feel like back then, like no, you know, isn't it still going yeah, on? Yeah, isn't the Hellfest France still oh, yeah, happening? Look it up, dude. It's huge. The lineup for Hellfest in France is like the most bizarre. It's it's just insane, dude. Like it was bizarre back yeah. then. Too, like even twenty eighteen, they had Avenged Sevenfold, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, uh, Marilyn Manson, Deftones, you know, Limp Biscuit on one day. It was Stone Sour and shit, and the next day is Demu Bourgeois, Satyricon, Watain, Children of Bodom, <laughs> and then the next day is wow. Rise Against, Bad Religion, Neurosis. Wow. Cross, Hatebreed, Cro-Mags, and so on. The lineup, dude, yeah, it's crazy. Europe, man, Europe, European festivals are insane, dude. I, and I remember when we did that one in France, it was the last day of the festival. Like, it had been going on for several days. Yeah. And it was like a, it was a total, it's like walking into a war was zone. It? Like, there were just like piles of garbage, and it just smelled like piss. Oh, and like people just pissing wherever. Yeah, and like, I still remember like that, the worst festival catering ever. It was like this duck, and it was really greasy duck. And I remember our bus driver. We were sharing a bus with Bleeding Blue. Yeah, okay. And we had this like we had this crazy bus driver. I I'm not sure what his deal was, <laughs> but apparently like apparently he like fought in the Bosnian War. What the fuck? But like our booking agent at the time was just kind of like. Yeah, but we didn't say what side he was on. <laughs> like it was like he was dude was intense. Man. He wouldn't even. He wouldn't even. He wouldn't. 
He wouldn't either. Wow, so no one touched that shit. I mean, the dude, the dude had like seen some shit, and like he's like, "This is this is awful. I won't. I can't eat this." this <laughs> no. It was like, it was rough. It was rough. Wow. Uh, Frank. I think his name was Frank. Frank. He looked like he kind of looked like I don't That's know. If, remember back in the day, like with, with uh, G, the old GI Joe mm-hmm. figures. Remember, remember Gung Ho? Yeah, of course. Like the bald guy with like the, the yeah, tattoo yeah, yeah, on his yeah. chest. He looked oh, wow. like him. That was your bus driver. <laughs> he, and he was not a fan of he was not a fan of Russ. No, he wasn't. No, not a fan. Of, didn't like the black guy. Oh, wow. Did not like the black guy. One of those, yeah. Well, over there. It was intense, yeah, was dude. Intense guy. Now, what is Sean's? I'm pretty sure he did. He tried to sue. He said maybe it was a year-round business and everything. He had a full staff. I mean, yeah. I mean, I could see Hellfest back then being very, very profitable for him. For oh sure. yeah. I mean, I, I mean that was the thing you dude. wanted back then. You wanted you wanted to play Hellfest like that was that had uh, to be like probably one of the biggest bigger festivals in the states. It had to be back then. I yeah. Mean, I, mean, that, I mean, to a certain, to a certain extent. extent. I mean, Furnace Fest. Yeah, Furnace too. Furnace Fest too. Yeah. You wanted to play Furnace yeah. Fest. You wanted to play yeah, Hellfest. I mean, what else was there like that? In the U.S., there wasn't anything else. Uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, war, I mean, Warp Tour, but that was like that a whole was other thing. thing. That's a like tour. You already had to be, yeah, yeah, and you had to be established enough to get on yeah, it. Very hard. Like to get on Warp there. Tour really wasn't breaking people that weren't broken to a certain level yeah. already. Hellfest, oh, Furnace Fest, those were get in there and get blow. Yeah. You know, have your yeah. band break, and you know, it and it was more niche in the it sense was. but cornerstone you know cornerstone well, yeah that was a bigger one back then too god yeah yeah you could if you were in that world cornerstone you could yeah. you had the right spot on the right stage that's what it was yeah uh you, you would just explode from just playing one fucking fest take i remember the, the the last time the last time that zeo played cornerstone well oh. i mean that was like after the fear came oh, out okay so one of the last ones, I remember uh, us playing right after uh, Mute Math. Oh, wow. And at Crazy. the time, Mute Math wasn't a huge name. Yeah. And I, I remember us watching their set and just being like, holy shit, these guys are going to take off. And yeah, they, they did. did yeah, no, they did. Like, they, just, they were on the, you know, Cornerstone put them right before Zayo on this particular stage, on this particular night. They already had a buzz going, but, you know, that right. was, you could tell, like, they... They were able to curate. We're going to break yeah, this band, sure. like way more than they are before they walk. It's just in. crazy how like things have changed so much because there's not there's not those fests anymore. Besides, this is hardcore. Honestly, in the states, yeah, I mean, New England, New England, yeah, gone. and that was strong for a long time. New England Metal and Hardcore Fest was very strong for a while. You know, it kind of fell off. I mean, that last one that we played was. Still, I mean, that was pretty packed. Great. I mean, that was still, yeah. That went on for like how long? Twenty years, twenty something years. We, I think, I want to say we played it two thousand fifteen. Okay. I don't know if they had one after yeah. that. Well, no. When did they? When was the last New England Metal Fest? It was a couple of years ago, I think. I think it was like two thousand eighteen was the last one. Okay. But it just kind of fell. You know, the lineups were. I thought they were still good, but it just wasn't right. doing what it used to and i think a lot of bands um you know from what i gathered from people bands that i work with too like that would want to play it 
um, they were just like, yo, if we're going to play this like early on in the day, like the early afternoon, like we're going to go on at like 2 or 3 p.m. We don't want to do it. Right. it was, and I and I could understand that with is it was that was the type of fest a lot of people showed up later, way right. later, which sucks because you know everyone wanted to play the fest. I was 2016 was the last one, Corey. Damn, wow. I thought it was okay. like two years ago was the last one. Yeah, a few years. Well, you know what? 2016, we may have played that year. Dude, I'm trying to we, find we pictures. Played, I think we played it. We played it before the well-intentioned virus okay. came out. Yeah. No, well, Tension Virus came out at the end of 2016. Oh, well, it was so I think we did they had a 2018 one, actually. I'm looking at it. I think that was the last one that your wolf came. Yeah, Distinguisher on it. Yeah, it was 2018. Are they are they still doing the So What Fest? Mm-hmm. Well, it was, supposed, it was supposed to come back this year, I'm pretty sure, but he's pushing it to um, next year, I think. Yeah, the 20th anniversary of yeah. England Metal and Hardcore Fest. The last one was 2018. Yeah, and the bigger. Yeah. yeah other than that, I mean, you have like, I mean, Maryland Death Fest. Yeah, which and all I those mean, Death Fests do well, like Maryland Death yeah. Fest, California Death Fest, well, Quebec. Milwaukee. 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 No, do they? Sell I don't think so. Or did they? They used to have remember one, didn't Ro- they? Or was it Michigan? Robot Mosh Fest or whatever in Wisconsin or Minnesota? Yeah. That was around for a little bit. That was a bizarre one, too. That was, like, insane lineups. I remember I went to Robot Mosh Fest with My Bitter End. Remember that band, My Bitter End? Yeah. And uh, it was my first, like, ever going on tour. Well, I did a tour before that in, like, my old band. It was, like, two weeks, but it wasn't, like, a real tour. This was, like, a real tour. It was, like, us. You know, I just went out with them doing merch and stuff, and it was them, uh, Tony Danza, Asperlin's Black and this band Lie by Mistake, but we played Robot Mosh Fest and that was insane. You know, Beneath the Massacre play. It was all those bands like See You Next Tuesday. It was just like stacked. Right. But that was um, that was Wisconsin. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, with the New England Metal. Yeah. I think I think Chain Reaction needs to keep their fest up. They did that one for the anniversary, and I think they should they do that. They should keep do that doing more. that. Yeah. Yeah, they did it. They did it at the observatory, and they had like the they had an outside stage, and they had one sell in. Out, I'm pretty sure, or it came. I know it did really I don't well. Remember. I think it was pretty yeah. close. I mean, I because I I, I want to say under under oath was on that. I'm I know sure Coheed Coheed played. played. I know Coheed was one of the headliners. Yeah, Coheed played. Uh, yeah, because we flew out for that. Oh wait, did you guys play it? Oh yeah. Shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we played. I know. I know. Coheed, Coheed closed the outside oh, stage. Okay. Yeah, because we had all we had all the the merch tents were outside, and I remember sitting watching That's Coheed right. from the merch I tent. Seen that band in a while. Uh, they like that band is. I, I think most of those dudes, those dudes are from like Kingston, New York, which is right next to Poughkeepsie. Yeah. I, I tried to get into that band. I did at one point. There was like <laughs> there was one record where no, I no, no, really no. loved it. And then I just stopped. No, no, I try. I literally tried to get into. Oh, you the tried band. to join them? Oh, when they, yeah, yeah. Because didn't they get the drummer from Dylan or who? That's that's what happened, and it backfired oh, on me. Man. When I found out that it was right when I was getting ready to move to New York, and I knew Zayo was going on a hiatus, yeah. and then I and then I found out that Chris was helping Coheed out on their record. Yeah. That's how the story pitched. Oh, and I remember. I remember reaching out to the Dillinger guys and maybe even Chris uh-huh. 
not knowing what the situation was. And I said, Chris, when you go, if you don't aren't doing anything with them anymore and you go back to Dillinger, mm -hmm. throw my name in the hat if they're looking for yeah. a drummer. Oh, man. And then it turned out that Chris was actually joining the wow. band. And then I remember Greg calling me being like, dude, Chris left Dillinger. We need a drummer. Can you audition? Get the fuck out of here. Did you? Well, oh, at that time, I was, I had literally just committed to a From Autumn to Ashes. Like tour? I wasn't joining the band oh, yet. What was it, like a tour? Carl from Ferret called yeah. me and said, hey, oh, you're in New York now. From Autumn to Ashes has a 10-week co-headlining tour with Haste the oh, Day. Shit. They need a drummer. Can you go do this? So I committed to the 10-week tour and then a European tour with From Autumn to Ashes. Oh. Greg calls me while I'm on tour with Modern Ashes is hey can you uh can you send us over a video of you playing Panasonic Youth 43% burnt and mullet burnt oh, cuz we we don't know who can, any if anybody can play these songs other than Chris we need to is, you know yeah yeah and I'm just like I'm, like, I'm on tour I can't, I can't do, do this <laughs> right now and I'm not going to for like 10 Fuck. weeks and then, then they ended up getting yeah. ill that did uh the Ireworks record yeah which is great that's crazy. Yeah. And then, then I ran into Liam and Ben in Manhattan one uh -huh. day. And I'm like, hey, you know, like, I just want to tell you that, like, I think Gil's a perfect fit for you guys. You love the record. It sounds really yeah. good. And I remember Liam's like, oh, that's a touchy subject right now. Uh, Gil's not going to be playing with us anymore. Oh my. And I'm like, well, do you want me to do I'm like, I'm ready to try out. Yeah, now. I'll do it. And then it, and, and then it turned into me officially auditioning for oh, Dillinger. Wow. Damn, dude. But the, and the whole thing started with me being like, dude, I, I, could, I could hang with Kohi. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dillinger's a whole it's new funny, fucking I mean, monster. Claudio, Claudio actually lives in my neighborhood. Oh, he does? I, I, see, I, see, I see him around all That's the time. Wild. And for a long time, I would laugh because I'm like, I'm like, dude, this is guy in my neighborhood. It's like, it's like the, the Claudio Sanchez like, you know, doppelganger. And it's him. And then, yeah, it's him. He lives right by it. But like for a while, I'm just like, yeah, this dude just looks just like yeah, Claudio. Yeah, for like, a yeah. while. So he, I think he lives like three blocks That's from crazy. It makes sense that he would live down there. Not in yeah, Kingston yeah. anymore and shit. I don't think they lived in Kingston that long. I feel like when they started exploding, they just moved out. Yeah, I think they've been all I know they were in, because I think they were rehearsing at the same place Dillinger rehearsed over in Jersey for yeah. a while. But but I think they kind of are based. I think they're kind of officially based out of Brooklyn now. Oh, okay. If I'm not incorrect, that would make sense. Uh, How was yeah. that tryout for Dillinger? Was that rough? It. Was, I, it I mean, you're a great drummer, but that shit is. I couldn't even imagine trying to fucking. It was. It was insane. It was insane. Yeah. I, I talked about it a little yeah. bit. Uh, yeah, I had to like send them. I had to send them video. I had to do. Uh, it was Panasonic U. Yeah. Uh, when good dogs do bad things from the Patton EP. Yep. And at the time Ireworks was out and it was uh, the song Lurch. Okay. Yeah. They were using the song Lurch as if you can't play this song, you can't hang yeah, with it's Dillinger. Not work. But that was like the hardest Dillinger song. Um, and I had to send them videos of me playing them. I, I had uh 43% burnt and Panasonic youth that I, I, I threw 43% yeah. in, but I had Panasonic youth when good, I got those videos together pretty quickly. It took me about three weeks wow. to figure out what was happening in the <laughs> and another two weeks to learn yeah. it. I sent the I sent the videos over, so I got through that initial wave, yeah. 
And then like then I got together with Ben. Uh, ben came to my rehearsal space in Brooklyn, okay. and he played the songs just me oh, and him. Cool. Wow! Playing through, and then he would play me some riffs. And I remember there was something in Lurch I wasn't getting right. It was like a snare accent pattern. What blew my mind? Ben sat down behind the drums. Did he do it? And played the part. So he plays drums. Like he can play drums. Well, or apparently he of... wrote. He writes a lot of the drum parts. Oh, wow. Like so, he knew every. And for Ironworks. They didn't know if they had a drummer, so he programmed every part. Wow. And he had Thomas from Sugar teach him the drums from hell. Oh, kind of thing. yeah. There's a version of Fireworks, apparently, with all programmed Get drums. The fuck before. That they were prepared to they use. They were going to use that. So he knew. I think at one point he did send me the MIDI files of Lurch wow. so that I could see where the MIDI Yeah, was. so you get a better understanding uh, of it, right? Yeah, I did that. And then it turned into, okay, it's you and, like, three other guys – and we have a tour. They were going to Soundwave in Australia. And they're like, we have a tour coming up in January. This is like September. Yeah. And they're like, it's you, two other guys. Now, how much can you learn and how fast? So I like, I sent the videos of like Mullet Burden, Jim Fear, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sugar Cook Sour. I, w- I like went through the catalog as many as I could send. And then they did a full, like a full band audition. Oh, you did. Oh, and, so, and then I did that. Um, so it came, it was between me, Billy Reimer, yeah. the got yeah. it. And there's someone else. I can't remember who the third guy was. There was a there's third some, guy. Yeah. It came down to the three of us and Billy, Billy got it. Yeah. That's crazy. And when I saw Billy play, I was like, and I remember Greg <laughs> telling me, he's like, he came out of nowhere. And he was kind of late to the really? game, and he's only learned like three songs. But the way he played them was just what sold them. It just, it just, it yeah, them. that's crazy. And I, you know, I, I, I appreciate, but the whole process went on for about five Holy months. Holy crap! It was, it was a five-month audition process. Wow. It was insane, and I, I kept. I mean, I, you know, I, I still, you know, I was talking to this guy, and I remember telling Liam and like Ben and Greg, I'm like, look, if I don't get yeah. it. I, I'm learning a lot through yeah, this, yeah. and it—that's insane. But I actually, I've actually used like sort of the Dillinger, what I call the Dillinger blast beat on <laughs> Zeo's to this day. Is it what you call yeah. it? It's where, it's where, it's where. Yeah, it's what like you where you have like the snare and the bass drum just like sort of alternating oh, in a way, but you accent, and then the the China accents the yeah. guitar things. It's on the song "The Well-Intentioned Virus." I do it on. Now I'm gonna go back. Yeah, and I do a couple songs of the new record. Yeah, like when I, I think like, um, I got, I started getting familiar with Zayo when "Funeral of God" came out. That's when I was like, yeah. okay, now I know who Zayo is, and then that's when I just started exploring the whole thing. Zayo was always that like one band that was so weird to me. It was so the band yeah. is so different to me, and still to this day, Zayo is a band that's so different to me that stands out more than like any other band. It's just like this. It's it a is weird a weird band. band. <laughs> That's all it is, and I love it. I remember the remember those shows you guys did in Texas with Living Sacrifice. I, I was at that Dallas show. I was working for that venue yeah, at yeah, the yeah. time. We just mm-hmm. opened that venue. That venue was open for like a few months because the own. I think if I'm not if I'm not incorrect, what Andy Andy booked that he run, did, right? but when we played, we already knew you were going to be our new I agent. Think so. And that was the first time that we talked. I think talked. that was like, we like, like we, we, briefly like talked, yeah. That, yeah. that show was insane. Those, weren't those shows nuts? 
I heard they were they went yeah yeah it was everyone on the Dallas show was yeah. fucking I think it was sold out it was packed yeah. that was that was a good time those shows were fucking good oh and the Wolf King guys told me to say hello I forgot about that oh. wearing their fucking ridiculous ass shirt I don't know you see this thing oh yeah <laughs> did you see that's, the... that's another one of yeah. those bands that like it's just like you know it's like we 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 have a we have a pretty good radar. Like, you know, like even when we, we, we set up tours yeah. and you'll send us like lists, yeah. like here's these bands to consider. And like a lot of times we pick our friends, mm. but at the same time, like we can just tell, like when we listen to band, we pick bands so like, to play with that we're fans yeah, yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, you listen to like, like, this is cool. Like, I like yeah. this band. Like, and Wolf King kind of fell in that, like, we're like, these guys are, we like their I gotta music. I got to sing you their record. They're just awesome. The band, they, they got so much better. The next, this next record's so good. That's another band too, like their record. They're going to release some new stuff this year, but it's being pushed the next year too. But yeah, yeah. no, those are great guys. Great fucking dudes. Love them. But that's them and Yashira as well. They just, I think they just recorded not too long ago, or they were, or they were supposed to. I don't know. I got to talk to Dylan. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been like a few weeks yeah. since I've talked to Dylan. But that. But uh, but yeah, you were saying about Zayu being yeah. weird. I mean, that was what before I joined the band. That was what appealed to me about it was so them. different. It's so bizarre. Was it like every record had every record had its own distinct 100%. vibe. Hundred percent. And like you you couldn't. You and that was the thing. And like that was, was cool to me because it's like even as a fan. Because I mean, I've known the Zayo guys since the beginning of oh, Zayo. You go like, way I, back. I, I've talked about this before. Oh, yeah, I mean, we all grew up together, and I, there was another thing that I did recently where I talked about how I remember when Brett joined, even before Dan and Russ joined. Okay, like Brett was the sole guy that joined, and then he pulled the other guys wow. along. Uh, I remember talking to Brett, and he's like, "Yeah, you know that band Zayo?" We're like, "Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I know them." He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna play guitar for oh, them," wow. and it, that was where it ended. And then it was like, oh, yeah, now Russ is going to be in Zayo, too. And now Dan. So wow. I knew them as, you know, we were we all were in bands together in the same scene. So I and I knew Scott from his from his old band. So I was before I was in the band, I was friends with those guys. And I was also following them as a yeah, fan. Yeah. And I remember every every record that would come out. I'm like, what the yeah, hell is this? Like this. every single record. is like a slap upside 100%. your head from what you thought from what the last yeah. one was. And that's what appealed. Yeah, because those are the kinds of bands yeah, I like. I say, yeah, like I like bands that do that. Same. Like I don't, I'm not a fan of the idea of when people say, "Oh, you're only as good as your last I record." Know. Yeah, no, I hate that. I hate that. I don't. I don't buy that at all because I feel you're as good as your body. Yeah, of for sure. Right. And you are allowed to have missteps. And oh, there's bands sure. that I love that have horrible missteps. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. And, and I may hate it at the time, and sometimes coming back, I'm like, man, that what a weird. A good example of that is Judas Priest. Oh, yeah. Judas Priest is one of my favorite uh, bands, yeah. and they are so all over yeah, the map. Everywhere. I mean, it's like, can you imagine writing that band off when they put out Turbo <laughs> and never listening to another Judas Priest record? And it's like you totally missed out on Painkiller. Yeah, like there like are those what, bands and, they, and but they that they're. They did that their whole career. Yeah, always you know, that they put out like a very metal record. But then there was also like really rock yeah. records. Like they had nothing, you know. And it wasn't metal at all. Yeah. Yeah. A, you know, it's like, like Screaming for Vengeance is very metal. 
But the couple records before that, they're kind of hard rock it's records. Like they're rock. not metal <laughs> it's records. It's crazy when bands can do yeah. that shit. Especially yeah, like and that, that, and that too. And that was what I liked about Zayo. Yeah, yeah. And it was what I liked about From Autumn to Ashes. Oh, yeah. Because I got the same vibe from yeah. them. Oh, yeah, they changed. Like, they were like, playing this. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, Too Bad You're Beautiful, The Fiction We Live, Abandon Your Friends. Yeah. All those records are completely oh, yeah. different. Oh, yeah. Like, and and like and they do. They operate the, kind of the same way that Zayo does. It's crazy. Where they're like, yeah, the last record doesn't dictate what this new record mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And it can be totally different. And we might go down this detour, <laughs> but it doesn't mean we're going to stay yeah. there. We, we can still go back, back over here. I think Poison the Well and did that's that what, to that's, me. Because I didn't like – I kind of – after You Come Before You with Poison the Well, after that record, I was just – they just threw me off. It just at the time, and then I got older, and I went back to the like tropical, tropic raw or whatever, and um, was it Versions? I think that record's mm-hmm. called. And I was like, okay, I like these records. Like I started to appreciate them more, but at the time, I, I just when they came out, it just threw me off. There's, there's those bands that would put out a record, and at the time, I'm like, I don't like this. And then later on, right. I'm just like, I'm gonna listen to that record right now, and I'm like, holy shit. This is good. What the yeah. fuck was I thinking then? And then this, yeah, I mean, it's like but, it's and it's it's a lot of it is like your, a lot of it plays into your mindset. Yeah. And like certain records, like certain records will hit you at a certain time, and maybe you're not ready for that's it. That's what it is. Maybe I, feel like. the, I mean, I've gone through that with a lot of bands. I I, remember, I mean, I was always a big Faith No More fan. Yeah. And they were another. They, they were another one of those bands where every time they put out a record, it was completely <clears throat> not with the last one. Yeah, completely. Different. And I remember every time I would get a new Faith No More record, I would be upset because I'm like, "Wow, this is not what I was just getting into." Yeah. And a lot of records that I hated the first time I got, them, I wasn't ready for no. them yet. And it took it took a while for them to to like some bands are just for me to get into that mindset and understand and get it. Yeah. And just a, I mean, some bands do do a. It's like it's like a, a straight linear line yeah. to what they're heading. So there's some bands that like they start this way and then they just go this and it's just like a steady yeah. path going yeah, up. Yeah. But then there's other bands that kind of like zigzag yeah, around. They go all over and the place. I like the zigzag. I like the yeah, zigzag. You gotta experiment like a little bit. That's really it. I mean, Prince. Prince. Yeah. Prince used to say, <laughs> yeah. "You could never." You can't. Yeah. You know, Prince would be like ruling the top forty, and then he'd go into obscurity, and you'd be like, "Oh man, Prince is washed yeah. up." And it was like, Chris would be like, nah, yeah. I got a hit in my back yeah, pocket. Don't, and then don't worry like, about it. Then <laughs> he'd hit the shit yeah. again. And then he'd get weird. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, That's how it is, though. It's how, like, a lot of the bands were. Yeah. Some bands, you just, you know, you hate one record at the time, and then years later you go back to it, and you're like, wow. This record's really I never, good. I, yeah, I hated it. I never write a band Yeah, I never wrote a band I never write a band yeah. Because of a bad record, I never write a band off because of two or three bad yeah. records. Now we start going into four or five, then I'm just like, okay, that's what the band became, and I, yeah, I, I, yeah that's what it is. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I'm a fan of forgiving a band for a odd record or a ba- bad yeah, record. For sure, I'm the same way. As long as they're trying to do something, exactly same, same. But, so what else is there? Oh god, I was in, at the oh okay, Scott, this guy, Scott, Scott Locke. It's at the Austin show. Only time I've gotten to see Zayo live. Oh, it was the Austin Living Sacrifice show. Austin. Yeah. Austin was cool. What was that? Was that a coming that band uh, that uh, venue come and take it live? Come yeah. and take. Yeah. yeah, they're gone now. No, they're they? 
Are they back? Or oh wait, one of the, it used to be called uh, Grizzly Hall, played... and then it turned changed into Come and Take It Live. Was it the de- one of the venues that we played on that Texas show is gone? Was it Dirty Dog Bar? It's not gone now, but they might. I don't know. What was the play? What was the place in Dallas? Thirty Thirty. 30? Yeah, that's Are they gone? gone. Yeah, that. And I think maybe the Houston venue's gone too. What was it? Oh, I was it? Um, why am I drawing? Oh my God, Walters. Yeah, yeah. I think they love that place. Yeah. Uh, they sh- they were gone. I think shortly yeah. after we played. They went through. Yeah, there was a financial. They had a hardship there. The owner passed away. Um, then they raised a lot, a good amount of money to like stay open, pay back taxes, but it just went under again. You know, it just yeah, it sucks. That was the one. I loved that place wasn't a nice place but i just i don't know i just got a good vibe there and it was a cool spot and there are shows at walters that were always awesome it was like that you know some cities just have those spots where it it could be the shittiest venue but it's just the spot and like everyone just has a great time but it wasn't even that i'm gonna i'm gonna say one that a lot of people say that's not a shitty venue but it's kind of shitty it's the white rabbit oh yeah it was a shithole (laughs) <laughs> oh, such a the bathrooms oh lord oh dude fucking amazing. white rabbit was the spot in san antonio and, like Period. no air conditioning i remember like no but and they would have these giant industrial fans that they was just put in the doorway <laughs> to like try to suck the yeah, air out yeah. oh and it was just but every show there was incredible oh, yeah. did white rabbit what but yeah, shitty, shitty I mean, but we always look forward yeah. to. There was, it was it, remember the I mean, Club Cranel at the Chance, that little venue underneath. Yeah. I mean, that was you know 150 cap room and going to show. You know, it was a shit. It was just a bar and a tiniest stage ever. You know, yeah. AC doesn't work when there's 150 people plus in there, and it was just a sweat box. But we'd cram like oh. 300 plus in there. I remember having like Converge in there, going to see Converge in there, between the bear to me in there. I mean, the list goes on. I saw Paramore in that fucking room. I mean, crazy shit, but those were like the best spots to go to. That's it. Wait, someone was just saying about Ground oh, Zero? Oh, South what Carolina. That's my friend Corey. He lives in South, South Spartanburg. Ground Zero. Was that the place that like, it was like kind of looked like an old barn? Kind of. Did it have like a barn? I going? went to the, I've been to the old Ground Zero. And then he, was there a strip club across the parking lot from it? Corey, let him know. I know. He'll tell you. <laughs> he, lives, he lives right. I think, Corey, you live in Greenville, South Carolina, right? Did you guys play the radio room? Did I have you play the radio Yeah, yeah. Yes. Worm. That was one of our favorite yeah. shows we've played in yeah. a long that time. That fucking venue rules. That dude. That venue yeah, ruled. That, that that show was amazing. That was where we saw the band Waft. Waft, yeah. Oh. Good band. Yeah, Worm did a split I mean, with him. I, well, we it was us, Worm, and Waft at yeah. that show. It was just like, and Sick. yeah, oh, dude. And I, I just remember, I remember, it's rare that Dan gets really visibly excited about. A I band. could see that with Dan because I've only talked to and Dan I, a little bit, like here and there. But I could see I mean, him be that he, way. He, does, he is a fan of stuff, but it's like, especially before we play, yeah. he likes to sort of keep to himself as much as how he can. And I remember that show when Waft yeah. kicked in. He was like right at the front of the stage, and I could see he was up there rocking out. He, he rarely it. does yeah. that. And then, as soon as their set was done, he went over and bought a hat that he wears to this day. Wow! And I'm like, I'm like, that band made yeah. an impression on Dan. They're a good <laughs> That's... band. That's awesome. 
Oh, I think, oh, my audio isn't synced. That's weird. Why wouldn't it be? Oh, because I'm using this Skype video. Yeah, but I am. Yeah, but it's showing that it's synced, kind of. I don't know. What's up, Joel? Oh, Insect Warfare at Walters. Jeez. What was that? Insect Warfare? Somebody saw Insect Warfare oh, sold out at Walters. Okay. With Damn. Yeah, yeah D uh, so Dan and I also are very big Insect Warfare. Oh, really? I don't know yeah. if I've ever listened Apparently to Dan's, Dan's kids are really into Insect Warfare. Really? Dan's kids are? Yeah. Insect Warfare. I feel like I know who this band is. The name sounds familiar. This artwork looks familiar too. 2009. <laughs> I'm going to listen to this after we go off. That artwork is insane. It's they're, they're completely it's like completely over the is top. It like just noise noise grind, grind shit. Just, oh, were they yeah. earache band? Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna listen to that after. I'll pay it. Fiction live front to back. Ooh, ten He's grand. He's a promoter in the Maybe. Bay Area. He probably would pay you that. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh. I mean, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Zayo, Zayo is really anti front to back album things. I don't know if From Autumn to Ashes is so much. Nah, uh, I don't know. I'll bring it up. Bring it up to the guys. That'd be cool to see, dude. <laughs> that would be rad. I love that fucking Fade of Records. I don't think there's any songs on the fiction we live that are on a From Autumn to Ashes blacklist. No, so I think that's what are the blacklist songs. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anyone call like any songs the blacklist songs. That's funny. I mean, I mean, I think every I think every band has like those songs that you're like, well, yeah, yeah, we're up. not playing that. We're not like, doing it. We're not. Was I'm it? Trying to think. I know there's like, I know there's a, there's a couple from Autumn to Ashes songs on Holding a Wolf that are distinctly because okay. they're really. They're really brutal to pull off uh, in terms of uh, like range wise for Fran uh, live in the in the context of a yeah set. yeah so I get it. It's just like sometimes too... I don't want I can't can't play that song every night. Yeah, so, it's gonna be like, rough. And sometimes one. we leave it I can, off. I can understand. I know that. there's some there's some abandon your friends songs that are like nah we're not doing that. There may even be some too bad you're beautiful. I can see that, that like, too. The first don't put that in the set. We don't want to yeah. do it. Uh, I don't remember if Fiction has those. Okay, in Fiction's there. a great record. I like all the records, but the Fiction. I, well, I'm and I again with From Honor to Ashes, I can approach a lot of it as an outsider. Yeah, I know exactly. Uh, you can. Uh, it's my least favorite From Honor to Ashes record. It really I mean, is. I like Too Bad You're Beautiful. I'll never not love that record. Oh, Too Bad You're Beautiful it's is just, it completely ridiculous. It's insane. Nothing on it makes no, sense. No, I just None love it. Structures makes no. sense. Those songs are so fucking alive. <laughs> I love that record. I, we do play a lot of them, and we've we've dug out ones. There was that one song, "The Switch," yeah, that we played on the 2015 tour that hadn't been played in oh, ages. Wow. And Fran and I were like, "Let's play the Switch," and like brought wow. it out. Uh, yeah, uh, too bad you're beautiful. Like I don't know, there's something about it doesn't sit right with me. I mean, I'm actually like, I like abandon your friends more, which is an entirely unpopular opinion for a lot <laughs> yeah. of people. But I like abandoning your friends because it's so. It's weird. crazy. It's such a. It is. Weird, See, that's that's a record from Fade from From Mom Ashes that I when it came out I was just like I don't get I don't understand here. Because <laughs> I mean that was a long time I was still young then too, but 
but then and we don't play a lot from that record but the songs that we do play it's just like oh these songs work really well live yeah. and like we're all into them uh i think holding a wolf by the ears is my favorite is it? and that was why i joined the band when they asked me to join when they're like this is the record we just finished mixing and i'm like okay like i'll yeah i'll be a part yeah. of this is that's down the one that sold you to be in the band yeah it was down by uh, my wheelhouse that's rad Benny and friends had also had less airplay on from all nations. I remember. It's see that. Yeah, it, it it was it was kind of a sleeper record. It was, yeah. It was... Oh, thanks, Joel. Subscribe. Oh, okay, cool. You gifted a sub. Nice. I can't wait to hear the new Zayo shit. But, I mean, <laughs> the same reason that I say "Abandon Your Friends" is one of my favorite from Autumn Ashes records. One of my favorite Zayo records that I'm not on is "Parade of is Chaos." It? For the same yeah. reasons. Whereas it's like it's just it's so totally insane. schizophrenic, bizarre, all over the place. Like no other record sounds like yeah. that. Like dude, Zero has a lot. Like it's crazy because I was like certainly like I listened earlier today. I was listening to Funeral of God because it's been a long, it's been a while, probably since I listened to that record. Then I started listening to Where Blood and Fire Bring Rest, which I love, and then those two I got through today. But I've been wanting to like circle back and just like listen through the whole discography, which I'm gonna start doing. Up, I'll say I'll I'll send you I'll send you one of those uh, Blood and Fire vinyls. Oh, that'd be sick, dude! I would love that. I think I think I have a I think I have a few. Yeah, let me know if I haven't sent. I'll send you some money for the for the uh, shipping. That would be fucking sick. I don't care. (laughs) That'd be cool to do though, like an anniversary for fucking from all nations fiction we live i would i would enjoy i would dude if you guys did a fucking playthrough of an album i, I would love too bad you're beautiful well i i think the i think the other thing too is like or, it, it's weird because if you do, if you do a playthrough of too bad you're beautiful like do people expect ben to show yeah up? Like, yeah i get that and i think that's why like we've talked about doing a holding a wolf by the ears playthrough because that that is a distinctly fran record and yeah that is are you guys still good with Ben? Is that touchy? And I, I don't know how I mean, whatever that. I, I have no I have no opinion on Ben because I never had interaction. Oh, with ben. okay. So you don't. The only reason yeah. I'm in the band is when Ben left and Fran Switched. basically took over oh. the you oh, know fools. front man pulled pulled the Phil Collins <laughs> and <into the laughs> stage. Uh, so I have I have no I have no issues yeah. with Ben. I mean I. I know I've talked baseball and New York pizza with Ben, oh, really? like on like Facebook, like because we're so like beautiful. mutual friends with like Rich Hall. And oh, stuff. Okay. Um, I, I know that I know that you know Fran and Brian had different issues with Ben when he left. Oh, all right. I think a lot of I think I think a lot of that is under is like water under the bridge. Yeah, maybe probably at this point. I think, I think honestly, at this point, Ben has his life going on, and Ben. The reason Ben doesn't want to do the band now is the reason that Ben walked yeah. away. Ben doesn't want to be the singer just, of a, a hardcore yeah, band anymore. Yeah, it happens. Um, it happens, though. And I, I will I will give you this uh, little bit of trivia. Yeah. Uh, uh, when From Autumn to Ashes did those reunion shows back in 2015, uh, there, Fran had some legal problems in, in Michigan. Oh. Uh, we had to we had to cancel some shows. No way. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he basically it it came out. He had a uh, marijuana farm in Michigan. It was a, it was a legal oh. licensed medicinal marijuana yeah. farm. Uh, 
Uh, basically, what happened was the the county he was in, uh, Lapeer County, uh-huh. the uh, the sheriff there, the the county uh, basically didn't want legalized marijuana, and basically had some you know rogue sheriffs that were basically cracking down on people. Yeah were essentially like what would be the equivalent of like a code violation uh, and uh, they nabbed them. them for that they, they nabbed them on some minor things that they were trying to charge him with felonies for uh, uh, he went through a whole big to do and while we were in the process of doing those shows he was having these legal issues uh, um, and we were doing that the big thing that we were united for was that amnesia festival yeah, I, up I in uh, Outside of Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the big, big thing that got us to reunite. That was, yeah, okay. There was sense. a period of time where we didn't know if Fran could get across the board. He had legal issues going on. Yeah. And because he ended up taking a plea deal. Oh. He pled guilty to some misdemeanors yeah. to make it go away. Yeah. So it's like, how do we get this guy who basically has a record yeah, across, across the border? The yeah. border? So we didn't know until we got to the border whether he was going to get across the border. Oh, and and the entire reunion was built on that. Fran actually reached out to Ben and said, Ben, if I can't get into Canada and can't do these shows, yeah. will you go wow. sing? Ben said no. He said, yeah. He didn't he said he's like it's because he's like, I don't I don't want to yeah. do it. Yeah. He's like, I just I don't I don't want to it's I don't yeah. I'm not, I'm not feeling, feeling it. it. I don't yeah. want to. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes so it's just it's like that. So, yeah. And I think at this point, everybody's cool. Like, everyone talks. Yeah. Like, it's all just water under the bridge. It's just whatever yeah. happened. And everyone's like, get Ben back. And it's like, well, Ben he doesn't, just doesn't want to do it. Want to come yeah. Back. Like, what are you yeah, going to exactly. do? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's right. I think, I think if Ben were to sh- come back in some maybe like a context, You'd probably see him and Fran. Yeah, like he'd come out like, and do a and song with like him. Guest, you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe like one of his favorite songs uh, he'd come out and do. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's opposed to that. Oh, and it, yeah, but yeah, I think uh, it's just what it yeah. is. Everyone's cool. <laughs> Someone with the beer, Jesus, twelve tribes. Remember that band? I like that band a lot. Yeah. I think Sayo did. I think Sayo did show us a twelve yeah, tribe. That makes sense. They were a fair band on one of the on one of the fair yeah. tours. Yeah, they were a fair. Yeah, I liked that band a lot back then. I remember at first I wasn't really about them, and then I, I remember listening to them more. And I was like, I really like this. Oh, was that a tour? Caliban? Wait, hold on. Yakuza. Who is that? Why does that name sound familiar? Yakuza. Oh, yeah, it's a Beer Jesus. That's a dream tour for oh. you. But I got to play. Oh, he has a dream tour. Yeah. <laughs> Himza, man. I remember seeing Himza with the Black Island murder. That was great. So many good shows back in the day. <laughs> Black Island, yeah. Dude, yeah, they, yeah. Those guys are still, still kicking. kicking. Biggest record. Still Their kicking. new one, biggest record. Fucking crushing it. Good people, too. Trevor's the man. Uh, have you ever met them? I I, re- I remember us. Oh, I remember we played. I don't remember what tour it was on. Would it have been the? Oh shit! I remember playing a show at the Palladium in Worcester. Yeah. Zayo was on tour on a package tour, but there was another tour that was out, and it combined for a one-off show okay. at the Worcester Palladium. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember who was on it, but I distinctly remember Black Dahlia Murder was on okay. it. 
and Napalm Death. Oh, wow. So it's Black Dahlia, Napalm Death, Zayo. I That's right. Could it have been the? I don't. I, I want. Part of me doesn't want to think it was the Inflames Trivium thing. I don't no. think it was that. I mean, those three maybe bands alone. Throw down. Who? Throw down. Zayo, throw down. Oh, wow. With uh, Tyler Murder. Because Zayo was out with Throw Down, uh, Evergreen Terrace. Holy shit. Oh man, That's crazy. Yeah, I don't remember. I just, I just remember Black Dahlia Murder played before Zayo. And then oh, Napalm wow. Death played after us, and I just rem- I remember watching both Napalm Death and Black Dahlia Murder with my jaw on the floor. Wow! Oh yeah! Oh Napalm. shit! I can't remember what that was. It wasn't a metal fest. No, just like but it a... was almost like a mini one day off. It, yeah, it became metal. They just fest combined it at the Palladium. Kanae, remember that band? Kanae, C A N N A E. I remember them, but I can't hear them in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like you could. I can't. I remember that fucking band. Kanae. Are they on spot? They are. Wait, is this them? Oh, throw yeah. Down. yeah. Throw down, baby. I love throw down. Oh, yeah. They were a prosthetic band, Kanae. Dude, throw down. Oh, yeah. When Haymaker came out, Christ. That was that was it. <laughs> I wasn't even straight edge. Zayo, Zayo's last official, I think Zayo's last official tour before we took the break was Throwdown. Really? It was like the last was, uh, Zayo, Throwdown, Maylene. Maylene. I think Evergreen, that might have been Evergreen Terrace really? too. And Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. Not... I remember it was really funny because my last tour with Zayo was with Maylene oh. and the Sons of Disaster. My first tour with From Autumn to Ashes was with Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. That's crazy. What a coincidence. I remember, I remember running the Maylene guys. I'm like, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, playing drums with uh, Ronald Ashes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, a lot of The last, I, I, I distinctly remember the last Zayo show in our official touring capacity was at, was in Lancaster, California. Oh, wow. I remember, yeah. I can't remember what the thing it, well, I can't remember what the was venue was. Was it an actual venue, there. though? Oh, yes. it was. They had an yes. actual venue? An actual venue. Oh, okay. I remember it was, it almost looked like a mini electric factory in Get the sense that, like, there was like, a, there was like that weird balcony yeah. that, like, but there was like, there was like the stage, and there was like this weird scaffolding balcony above it. I just remember we played that show, uh-huh. and someone threw a, like, hunting knife on stage. Like a fucking like serrated like Bowie. Oh knife. man! Wow. While you're playing through the night, yeah, and it like landed on the stage, and Dan like saw it mid song, picked it up. I didn't see the knife land on stage. Yeah. I just saw Dan walking towards the drum riser with it in his hand while he's singing with his crazed look in yeah, his eyes yeah. and just stabbing it into the drum oh, riser. My f- and I'm like, where did Dan get the? <laughs> where knife? did this come and from? <laughs> After the show, Dan's like, "Yeah, someone threw that fucking knife on the stage, oh my. and I just stuck it in the drum riser so that I knew where yeah, it was." Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember Dan had to fly back home. It was the last show of the tour, Lancaster, California. Dan and Scott flew home yeah. after the show because they had to go to a wedding, and me and Marty and our tour manager drove from Lancaster, California, to Pittsburgh, PA, nonstop, nonstop together. Yeah. Oh man, I've done two cross. And we got. Got pulled over in Dumas, Texas for weeks. Dumas? 
Duhast. Duhast, Texas. It's up on the it's up on the northernmost like Tip. little block on Texas, like near Oklahoma. As you're crossing over. Right on, yeah, almost. Right there. Like you just passed a little tiny bit yeah, of Texas. Yeah. Wow. We got pulled over because our merch guy was smoking weed outside of a gas station, and they wanted to rip our van apart. Did they? Or no? No, our tour manager. Our tour manager was like playing dumb about yeah. it, and was, like, and he's like, I, I think one of the guys in the band might have weed in the band. They're like, if you tell us where the weed is, it'll save us a lot of trouble. And he like called Dan, like like this false oh, phone call. Like, Dan, do you know where you put that weed? <laughs> There's like, what are you about? And he's like, oh, it's in the side door. And like, we handed it to them. They're like, all right, thanks for saving us paperwork. You can go on your Oh, wow. But they would, they would have impounded the oh, band yeah. and like ripped it apart. And... They would have fucked up that whole trip. Even... But we had to play dumb. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we think one of our guys might have left some in the van. Yeah. Let me call and find out where it and is. And they were just like fine with it. That's crazy. Yeah, Texas is hard on the weed, man. I've had bands get fucking stopped, you know, get stopped and searched for the weed, and then they have to fly back here for court, and it's a whole fucking right. thing. Yeah, you don't want to get pulled over for weed in Texas. Just, like, get rid of it. <laughs> and we knew that. Yeah. We knew that. It was like, we had this, like, new merch yeah, that's guy on this particular yeah. tour. And it, we were like, <laughs> we literally stopped the gas up, and he was like, I'm going to light up by the front door. And someone was like, Hey, there's somebody this smoking weed and they look like they Texas. might be in a band. <laughs> so you don't do that. <laughs> don't fuck, don't fuck around nah, in Texas. you can't. You can't. Still, you can't. Same with Oklahoma, you can't. With all that shit. Cool, man. This has been awesome. I'm happy you wanted yeah. to do this. You know, I've been starting to be, like, I started diving into Twitch more, like, when this whole pandemic happened because it was always like a platform that I wanted to look into, but I never really had the time to, you know, like really yeah, explore yeah. it. And I have a bunch of friends who stream and stuff like Joe from fit for an autopsy, uh, Jason, the singer from ingested this other band I work with and a bunch of other people. And, um, it's awesome. It's really fucking cool. You know, and I've been, you know, telling other bands, I'm like, if you have the time to look into it more, you should look into it. <laughs> you have any guys yeah. that game and stuff like that. It's great for that. But this is something I wanted to do, like, other than me, like, gaming, which I only stream a few different games, but was just, like, bringing, like, friends or bands, you know, bands that I work with on here and just bullshit and talk about yeah. whatever we want to talk about and have a good time for, like, an hour or two, and that's it. But... Well, I mean, and, tell, and I, I know, like, Scott in particular loves to do these kind Scott of things, on. too. I haven't talked to Scott in a minute. Yeah. So it always used to, at first it was you and Scott always just in the email. So it was always like you and then it just like went to you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is yeah. fine. I mean, it happens. It's always like, yeah, it always we do, we comes do, down we, to one guy. We all rotate yeah. around. I, I know, I know like Russ has been getting into has it he? more. Yeah, uh, I gotta talk to him. Dan, Dan's a hard guy to track He's down. Yeah, he's. Like, Dan's <laughs> a... <laughs> I know. He's in a I gotta get tattooed by Dan. I gotta come up. Where is he in Pittsburgh? Is this? Sh... Uh, it's outside? He's outside of Pittsburgh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, like the thing is too, like your family. Yeah. Like <laughs> we're we're all there. Like if you came into town, like yeah, it'll happen. Somebody, some one one of us will put Thank you. Thank I appreciate you know, that. You know, one one of the guys will put you. Well, Dan will yeah, take I can't wait. I can't wait to like just start traveling again. <laughs> I'm like itching. 
the itch is real. I'm like, oh, I, I told my girlfriend, I'm like, you're off. I think she's off Saturday or something. I'm like, we're just going to drive somewhere. I need to drive. <laughs> I need to go. We need to go on like a, we'll take the pup with us, Rosie with us. And we're going out for like the whole day. We're just going to find. I mean, you can drive. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, drive. we just haven't really. I don't know. It's just been like, you know, she works a good amount, you know, and, you know, being with the hospital and stuff, it's just been, I don't know. And on days that she's off, she's just, you know, tired, which I get. What I mean, she says she's at the hospital. Yeah, like, is she in the in the thick of stuff? Yeah, I mean, like, she's they're now stuff? they're making her like go to the like adult hospital. You know, she's works at the children's hospital, but now they have her going. You know, uh, okay. and it's you know shit's getting pretty. You know, shit's kind of real here in Texas. Same with Florida. Yeah, you know. Oh and, yeah. Uh, it's oh, I mean, I as I don't think a lot of people didn't understand. Like when I was in in the thick of things when I when we were up in New mm -hmm. York. Uh, where I was in Brooklyn, um, one, the, the main hospital in Brooklyn where they were doing like, when they were talking about like, Oh, we have like refrigerated trucks showing up to pick up. Oh bodies. yeah. The, the one in Brooklyn was like five blocks from my yeah. house. Like we were literally like for two months, we nonstop sirens, like ambulance. Nonstop. Like, you just got used to it. Wow, man. Like you just got used to ambulance. Like people... Like they just couldn't keep up. Like just nonstop ambulance, paramedics rushing people to the hospital. Yeah. It was it was a thing, and I don't think people understood. Yeah. It. And like now where we're at in Florida, like we were watching and we're watching that huh. uh, the helicopters. Oh. Like the the, the med helicopters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was one point last night there was literally like four of them like crisscrossing around. And we're like, yeah, this like is what constantly. we were dealing with in New York. And no one believed us. Like, no one believed us. Like, Yeah, it's very frustrating. <laughs> a lot of people just don't fucking yeah. get it, you know. I mean, when we came, when we first came to Florida, I mean, you know, we, we did our lockdown. Yeah, you had to quarantine, right? For a couple of weeks. And I remember the first time I went to, I made a grocery oh. run. And I had, my, I had my mask and, like, I was, like, yeah. ready to go. And I walk in and everyone was looking at me like I was from Mars. Because I had a mask oh on. Because it was like, it's like, hey, we're, well, I mean, we're wide open. Like, no one's wearing, no one was wearing. Like, them. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. And, and now it's like, it's like out of control. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I, I just got out of this situation. Yeah. It's, you know, now New York's more open than, than Florida, what, right? Yeah. I'd feel more comfortable going out in Brooklyn yeah, right now. Probably. Than I would. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. But hopefully, yeah, we'll get through it. Get back to yeah. whatever the normal will be. <laughs> wear your mask. That's wear your fucking mask, please. It's not hard. What are like like Dan, I know Dan now. Dan has his like he got like his mic. Like he has like a oh, microphone. Oh, like his own. And like he might have gotten. Yeah, no, it's a good like, idea. Great. I I think he's, he's I think he was even saying he's like yeah my days of mic passing are, Gone. are done. Yeah, that's it's like, there's the. Those things are going to change. Things like that. It's going to be, it's going to be a little different, kind of weird. But well, I mean, we've already we've been a little. I mean, we don't get nuts about it okay. yet. But when given the option, if we have a way that we can keep people off the stage, we go. We opt yeah, for it. Yeah, because wild. Because like now, Russ and Scott's pedal boards are getting so ridiculous. <laughs> but they're like, I don't want people no. breaking this stuff. So we we might find that like yeah, the stage isn't open yeah, anymore. It's not a sorry. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool, man. I appreciate it. Seriously. Right, hey, and Sam. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk soon and talk Zayo plans. 
hopefully sooner than later <laughs> for next year. All right, man. Well, have a, have a good rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, man. Take, Take care. care. All right, awesome. Thank you, everyone. And uh, I'm going to raid a channel right now. Let's see who's on. You guys can't see my video at the moment. But let's go raid Brody from Rivers of Nile. Everyone stick around. We're going to go raid Brody. Um, sorry you can't see me. But Brody of Rivers of Nile, everyone follow him. We're about to raid him. Let's go. Here we go. Oh, 